And then, <laughs> would you believe it? We had to skin the fellow alive. <laughs> oh, oh, hello there. I didn't see you. You've uh, caught me retelling the tale of time. I, uh, oh, uh, well, um, yes, that, it, it's not important. Um, just, just forget what I was talking about. As you may have been able to tell, we've been a little quiet the last few weeks. After finishing up Series 2 of Spectre and the Fog, we decided to take a little break. But do not fear, for this has led to a great opportunity. Until Spectre and the Fog is fully back up and running again, every other Monday we will be showcasing some of our favourite fellow Call of Cthulhu podcasters. And uh, speaking of which, I think one of them is just coming up right now. This week, we'll be enjoying the Eldritch Hour, which is hosted, produced, edited, and contains music and art made by Josh Richter. You can find the Eldritch Hour on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, on Twitter at The Eldritch Hour, their website, theeldritchhour.com, and Discord. Links for all will be in the show notes. Please sit back and enjoy. Welcome, dear listener, to the Eldritch Hour. We are a horror-themed tabletop roleplay podcast containing violent and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> episode of the star on the shore. Charlotte's encounter with Alan Douglas went from strange to terrifying, sending her rushing in a blind panic through the woods as the world darkened around her. Amos Having found a second hatch on the small island he uncovered from the tunnel, decided to explore further. The doorway led him down a new tunnel, inside of which he discovered crates containing large excavating equipment. Sterling, taking some time to have a bite to eat and take apart his watch on a table in the cafe, was interrupted by the arrival of Thatch's partner, Sid Crosby, who is in search of his fellow detective. 
Finding info on Thatch's whereabouts from Sterling, Crosby left the cafe in haste. Thatch followed Colonel Hall to his home, but before he fully had a chance to settle in for dinner, he noticed his friend and partner Crosby roaming outside on the street. He snuck outside to meet with Crosby and explain his current situation, and the two returned inside the colonel's home. You are in the cafe, hanging out. Crosby left moments ago. What's still Sterling's waiting on my food? Uh, I'd say at this point, Evelyn brings over the BLT, um, and it smells pretty good, actually. Um, nice. I'm going to eat, because nobody else in my party is very good at managing like food consumption. Uh, there you go. I'm paranoid about it. So yeah, I'm going to eat, and uh, I'm going... So when I fix my watch... Um, I have like a piece of cloth to set the parts on, or you know, the uh, pieces on so they don't roll around and that sort of stuff. I'm gonna actually take the stone back out of my bag um, and sort of clean it with that cloth and uh, just maybe do a finer inspection of it. Um, as my tea cools, I'll also like see how it reacts to water and I don't know, I'll just, I'll just like experiment with the piece a little bit uh, given minimal tools that I have on, on my hand. See if it's, if it is resistant to being marked by like a sharp object or, you know, these sorts of things. Nothing really strange occurs. Um, the, uh, you're messing around with the rock to test its level of durability. Is that what you said? I'm just playing with it. Uh, doing a little experiment. See if it reacts differently than like a, a normal geological thing. Sure. Um, yeah, no, you, so you pour a little bit, you had a glass of water alongside the tea for a while. You just trickle a little bit of water on it, runs right off. Um, no strange change. Um, it, uh, the surface, like I said before, is very glassy. Um, and, uh, so it doesn't really, um, it doesn't absorb into the surface at all, um, like some right. stone, like you know, pebbles and such on the seashore might. Um, but uh, you take maybe the butter knife to it, um, and it does not scratch easily. Uh, it takes considerable force to make any sort of marks at all. Yeah, I don't think it. I would push it. I don't want to break the object. I just want to sure just yeah. see if it's like basically resilient. Yeah, no. If you just like kind of you know, firmly run the knife across the surface of it. It doesn't make a single mark. Um, um, I have a, an awful question that I shouldn't ask, but I'm going to, um, how reflective is the glassy surface? A million different things ran through my mind, so I'm not sure why that's an awful question it's to not, you. It's not. It's the lead up to the awful question. Um, oh, okay. You said it was glassy, so I want to know if it is reflective. Um, slightly. You get like 
I would say you get maybe a 70% clarity uh, reflection That's of yourself back. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, blurry, it's, but it's not like, you it's know. better than I thought it was. Um, okay, here's Under, the like, If you question. hit it in just the right light as you look at it, yeah. Um, right. Um, all right, here's the awful question. Is the reflection weird or different? I'm going to, like... <laughs> I'm going to point it at, like, the the space I'm in, not just at myself, and, like, just sort of <laughs> rotate it and see if there's something awful about the reflection. Well, I'm glad you asked. Mm. You kind of catch that it it obviously mirrors what you're pointing it at or whatever, and kind of, you're kind yeah. of like, looking and stuff, and... But it distorts it in a strange way that's hard to discern. Uh, it's almost as if there's like all of a sudden there's angles in the room in the reflection that aren't there. Like you kind of cross-reference. Like you look at the stone's reflection and you look to the room you're in, and then you look back, and there's like folds in the room that definitely shouldn't make sense. And Folds is in like weird refractions of the like the reflection, or as in like like architectural, <laughs> like a corners. little of both. Okay, great. The uh, there's like in the reflection, like in the architecture in the space of the room itself, it looks as though like there's an extra corner n- next to a corner in the wall and. Or like where the ceiling and the floor meet, or the ceiling and the wall meet, you could still walk down it as if it's like further space in the room. But there's also there's also a fold there. It doesn't seem possible, and yet there there's refractions as well. And is this distinctly not an, a feature that's going away, even as I slightly alter the angle? Correct. To suggest it's not on the mirror. <laughs> it's in the yeah. space. It's, okay. Great. It's in the space. Yeah. Uh well that's Can I get a sad. can I get a small sanity roll from you? Just a can little I, Can I add an addendum to that question before the sanity roll? Sure. That would be something I'm checking the reflection of as well. Is the mist in the reflection as I look outside? Yes. Okay. Is it different in any way? Or is it identical? Are there weird folds in the mist? Is it... I don't know. I just want to know if it's, like, tied to just the architecture around me. Um, no, the... It is definitely not just tied to the architecture in the space you're in currently. Okay. Um, outside looks very strange, too, and almost more expansive. Like, everything seems a bit bigger in the reflection away. outside. And the mist itself is of a slightly more yellowy color. Hmm. Okay, that was the. I think that's it for the addendum. Let me let me give you a sanity roll here. Oh God, it's not looking good. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, it is looking so good. <laughs> Woo, six out of thirty-nine. Wow. Sorry, Jeanette, you um, can't roll today. Uh, everyone else can. <laughs> you uh... <laughs> I said I was sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you don't lose any here, um, but it is 
Maybe it's a trick of the light. You're not sure that something is very off about what it's reflecting to you. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to chalk it up. Sterling isn't going to chalk it up to a trick of the light. Sure. He's actually going to chalk it up to credibility for Sarden and his beliefs in some way, like some sort of logical. I mean, obviously it's illogical from what, like I know, but just generally some sort of some rule set that belongs to, you know, why they're so weird and culty. Like, it's clearly not a lie that's being told and everyone is believing. Yeah, yeah. So there's logic in in the insanity. Sure. Perfect. Um, great. Well, I'm going to cover that up and never speak of it again. Uh, I'll put it back in the cloth, <laughs> keep it covered at all times like it is an actual terrifying mirror from a, a movie or a story. And put it yeah. in my messenger bag. Um, what time is it now? I've eaten. I've inspected. Um, we'll say that it's going on. Uh, you arrived at five, had your little conversation. You waited for some food, ate, took your watch apart. We'll say it's been at least an hour. So. Okay. Uh, six, maybe a little after. Um, yeah, I guess I'll flag Evelyn over. Okay. Um, she, yeah, she toddles over. I'm sorry, Evelyn, and do you happen to have um, a restroom in, in this establishment at all? The tea's gone right through me, I, uh, I'm afraid. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, you'll have to forgive it shared with us employees, but, uh, yeah, it's just at the back there to the left of the kitchen. Um, and she kind of points oh. to a little, just a very short hallway kind of off to the side past the table where the other couple is sitting. Um, can I, as I, uh, can I make like a spot hidden or something um, about the couple as I'm like much more close to them at this point? Or maybe like a listen to see if they're talking? Sure. Because or... um, they've been in here for actually a while. Know, well, I'll tell you what. Do you actually notice that they've kind of... They were talking uh, pretty freely amongst each other, um, toned down so as to, like, you know, keep their privacy, but not uh, not whispering or anything. Right. Um, and then the moment you stand up, their conversation ceases. And they're just eating as you walk by. So you can give me a spot hidden, but there's okay. no conversation for you to hear. <laughs> Ooh. I think Ouch. I'm looking for all of these extra corners and pathways that don't exist in the real world. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you don't discern anything, at least on this quick pass by. Um, Do they avert note, my gaze so. as I walk by? Are you looking them in the eye or, or like yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at them, I think. Right. If I was like um, doing a spot hidden, I'm looking like at least at some moment. They kind of do one of those very casual. Um only to be polite half smiles and like their eyes like quickly dart up meet your gaze and then like go back down and look at each other you know kind of a thing and then like they just do like the really really short like you know kind of polite like uh as they were doing that smile as it were yep yep as they were doing that i think sterling like goes into the auto like reciprocation but sees that they look away while he's like raising his hand (laughs) to to say hello and is uh, 
uh, uh, sort of mutters O oh, to himself as he passes. Yeah. Pretty Audible good. enough for them to hear it. <laughs> sure. Um, um, yeah, there's a uh, singular door at the end of this short hallway uh, that you get into. It, uh, the hall itself is maybe seven feet. Um, it's not very not very long, and there's a there's a doorway with the uh, the restroom sign on it. I am not leaving my bag in the booth, by the way. Um, it's just just Fair my enough. plate and stuff. Uh, okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, I go to the bathroom. What's what's the state of this room? Is it just a standard situation? Um, it's well enough. Uh, it's certainly not filthy, but it looks like, you know, at any given point, it's just given a quick wipe down. Um, it's pretty empty. There's just a singular stall and a singular urinal and one sink. Um, it's a very small, think maybe almost like a gas station bathroom, but a, a little cleaner than a gas station. So is there a mirror? There is. <laughs> uh, can I examine that <laughs> reflection? <laughs> On the next time, uh, <laughs> uh, in the next episode, no, um, I am going to cut over, uh, but yeah, you'll step up to the mirror and I'm going to cut over to okay. uh, one of the others. Um, let's cut to Amos really fast. And by really fast, I mean, maybe not so fast. Um, so you found this, uh, itinerary or work order sheet for all these supplies in this crate hammered the crate back shut what is your plan now um i will can it, it i'm assuming there's more tunnel this isn't the end yes right? yeah it yeah, continues yeah. on yeah absolutely okay. uh, i will keep going all right you walk a bit further. Um, how how fast are you walking? Uh, normal speed. <laughs> okay, I, you're not like <laughs> creeping along, like really slow, no, just, or like trying to just, be particularly stealthy. You're just kind of walking along um, at a leisurely pace. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, you uh. You get a little further down, maybe another five minutes of walking, and then you get to give me a listen roll. Okay. You get to. It's your privilege. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to, but uh, this is a moment where you get to. So. <laughs> and I will. That's 21 out of 60. Excellent. And you guys are Dang on fire today. Um... You hear a couple of things with that hard success. You hear both something ahead of you and behind you. Oh, shit. Which would you like to hear first? <laughs> um, behind. You hear a somewhat familiar slurping sound and water moving. Uh, like rippling and s sloshing. It sounds very distant. This is very much an echo, but yeah. it's coming from behind you deep within the tunnel. And the, the water's pretty shallow here now, right? Here it, it is, yes. So yeah. you, based on the what 
sounds of water you are hearing, then it's probably back in the section that was more like waist deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and which to give you a time estimate on how long it took you to get down here was maybe about 15 to 20 minutes to get to where you are now. So you've got a little time, but you've certainly noticed the echo kind of like coming up through the tunnel. Um, Okay. And it's, it's very subtle. Um, You almost didn't hear it, but you stopped because you heard something else. And it's whispering of some kind ahead of you, two voices human is there is there a light control on the lantern you could yeah you could dim it uh, okay. by turning the switch or turn yeah, it up um, I will I will dim it uh, as low as I can go without actually like snuffing it out sure um, alright you turn it way low are you moving forward or are you just kind of waiting can I can I hear what they're saying, or is just I hear whispers? No, you with the success you got, um, you only hear that there are whispers. You can't quite make out the words. Um, um, okay, I will continue forward. Um, um, a little, yeah, a little slowed down from what I was. Sure. Um, you uh, you creep a few more feet uh and you notice that the the whispers for a moment sound like they like uh are turned in your direction but then become a little bit more muffled and you realize whoever's down here is is moving while they're talking and it sounds like they're getting a little farther away from you now okay. um I... but you you do make out um A couple of words just can't believe found her meddling can't believe found her meddling is that what you said yeah and there's there was words in between each of these right. um, but um if I notice that they're getting farther away, I'll pick up pace just a little bit to keep up with them. Sure. Okay. But not like gain on them. Sure. Um, you, uh, as you pick up the pace, you realize that the water has receded the further you got in, and now you're on dry brick. Um, okay. So there's no splashing underneath your feet. Um, the, uh, the sound behind you has, sounds like it has maintained pacing, um, but does not, you don't feel like you've been gained on in any fashion. Yeah. Okay. Um, you make your way a few more feet and you realize you're coming on an entrance to another one of the underground chambers. Um, this one's very much like the cemetery as you get close. Um, the voices are still ahead of you. Um, but they don't seem to be coming from this chamber. And I don't know how close you're getting to the entrance to this room, but... They're not in the room. They've continued down no. further. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you actually notice that there is light in the chamber ahead of you. Dim, but there is some light. 
will creep up to the entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, peer in, just like just my head, like poke around a corner of the the doorway. Sure. Um, it is again almost identical to previous rooms. It's a large, almost twenty foot by twenty foot domish brick chamber. Um, there's a large metal ladder. This one very more, much more pristine, leading up to a surface trap door of some kind. And there is yet another symbol carved into the floor. What's it look like? It is a circle, and then a basically make a U shape, like a half U, like around the bottom edge, and then four. Yeah, the bottom edge of the circle. So you're basically looking at it. um, This is what you're seeing facing the direction you're facing. Okay, Um, got it. Off of the U is four long, almost tendril-looking lines, squiggly lines. Like from the middle of the U or off of the ends? Um, Equally separated. So there's like two at the edge, like kind of at the outer curve of the U, and then two in the middle. All right. But there's nobody in this room. There is no one in the room. Ooh. Um, I will continue following the people. Okay. When you get, when you step in proper, there are two more entrances. Um, there is one ahead of you that suggests going given the direction you think you've been heading further north. Okay. And then there's another one off to your immediate left. And this is where it sounds like the voices are going. That is the way I will go. All right. Um, you follow a little ways and then you realize Uh, as sorry, can I, can I actually just take a picture of the symbol? Sure. Yeah. Um, and then I'll continue. Uh, okay. If there's enough light, I won't do the flash. Um, yeah, there's. Oh, so I did describe there's some light in here. There's another lantern hanging by the ladder um, on a small lit. hook. Lit or unlit? Lit. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I think there's enough light, I, I will do the picture without the flash. Okay, sure. Um, I don't I won't make you roll for that. Um you um you follow along and you realize after another couple of minutes that the voices are getting closer i will stop walking okay. um are they still getting closer when i stop um, or you you, ho- you stop and you hold for maybe 30 seconds and no it sounds like they're okay, they, they've, they've stopped as well stopped. and they're ahead of you can I make anything out yet? Um, obviously, you have your lamp turned way down still, I assume. So you don't, yeah. you get only a few feet of visibility in front of you. But um, you can make out that there is some kind of larger chamber ahead, maybe 15 or so feet down the hall. Um, and this one looks probably much bigger than what you've been in before. How far away the voice- was, was the other room with the ladder? Now, um, maybe another 
50 to 60 feet. You've gone a little ways. Okay. So I'll I'll go ahead and just turn the the lantern completely off. Okay. And just creep up a little bit closer. Okay. You take a few steps and get near the entrance, but not all the way. And can you give me another listen roll to see if you can make out the conversation? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> an eight out of 60. All right. Yikes, dude. Oh. You hear two males uh, speaking, and you hear one of them saying kind of like a brutish voice. Um, you know, I'm getting really tired of this stuff. You know, I, I'm all for what Sardin's doing, what we're what we're all about, but this sacrifice and garbage is better come up to uh, some kind of uh, reward sooner or later. Um, people are going to start asking questions. You saw, obviously, we got newcomers. She's no exception, and you hear a thud. And at that moment, Charlotte, you wake up as your head hits brick floor. Oh, shit. I fucking knew it. Nice. All right. We'll just pop right in here, I guess. And uh, it kind of snaps you awake for a moment. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Um, But you are in pain, mostly in (laughs) your abdomen, where you feel like you've taken some kind of large blow. Oh, good. And then your head is pounding. Mm And you have no idea where you are or how you've got here. But around you is a vast open chamber. Basically made mostly of cave wall, like very rudimentary uh, carved out. And there are drawings and murals all over the wall. But across from you at the far end, as your vision starts to like really hone in on your surroundings. There is a familiar object, although it is massive. The statue you seek, about the size of, oh, a two or three story building, stands at the far end of this chamber. And there are torches lit. And there's a large pit, only 10 or so feet in front of you, and two men standing on either side. What are you doing? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess like trying to recover from being thrown into a pit. <laughs> um, well, you're not quite in the pit yet. You've been dropped on the floor, basically. Gotcha. Um, and from maybe shoulder height. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so you've just so, been like tossed down. Uh, maybe you've been carried here. You're uh, not sure. Uh-huh. Um... I try to gather my bearings, try to, like, stand up, I guess, this first step. Uh, you notice that your hands are bound. Your feet are not. Figured, um, figured that was going to happen. Uh, how, how far away from the two dudes am I? Maybe five to seven feet, and then maybe a few more feet in front of them is the, the opening to this large hole. Um, so their backs are turned to you at the moment. Um, can I 
make out like any like like way out behind me. Um, as you kind of turn around, um, can you can you give me a stealth roll if you're trying to do this subtly? Yes. <laughs> Come on, Char. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Nice>. baby. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, fuck yeah. All you had to do is bound your hands the whole time. <laughs> That's always the key. <laughs> um, you, yeah, so you're able to kind of like just keep very still um, and look around the room and kind of like slowly move your head without really making too much of a noise on the, on the stone floor. And the first thing you notice behind you is several cages. And in the cages are people. There's a middle-aged woman, uh, maybe middle-aged man, and then a, a figure you recognize there's a young woman in a yellow flowery dress maybe in her early 20s one of the artists from yesterday Mm. is sitting in the cage and they're all unconscious at the moment or sleeping perhaps you're not Mm. not too sure in this dim lighting but they don't seem to be moving And then you survey around a little bit more and there is uh, a 10 or so foot wide archway to your right. Oh, oh, baby, we're going for that archway as quietly as we can. Um, Yeah, and it's uh, it's maybe 15 to 20 feet away from you. Uh Still going to go for it. (laughs) You're going to you're going to try and get up. Yep. Uh, and go for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're scared, bef- Josh. <laughs> yeah. Before you do, I'm going to cut back over to Amos. Amos, you you hear this conversation, and then you hear the thud. What are you doing? Um, I will. I guess I'll, I'll glance into the room. Uh, what can I see? You uh, you peer in, and just on the edge um, of the the archway, and just off to the left hand side, um, you are basically just out of view. There are two men standing at the entrance to a large hole in the ground, about a fifteen foot wide pit. Um, one of their backs is to you, uh, slightly. They're kind of at a three-quarter angle. Um, okay. The other one is at a three-quarter angle facing that man, so possibly within <clears throat> view. But you also catch on the floor just behind them is Charlotte bound, and her she turns over. She kind of like rolls and turns over, and your eyes meet. I Can I, can I see her sneaking around now, or...? Like well, trying to get out. My, I was gonna I, say, I, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna move yet. Okay, yeah. So your eyes meet. Um, I'm just gonna kind of like waver, waver on. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what are you doing, Charlotte? How are you going about this? Are you just kind of scrambling up and making a run for it? Or um, are you I think trying to I be think really subtle again? Really like, subtle again. Still trying to be... Can you... Okay. Can you give me another stealth roll as you try to get to your feet without making any sudden movements or noise? <laughs> my stealth isn't that high. <laughs> oh, right. gosh. Oh my oh, god! Yes! Bound yes! yes! your hands, please! Oh, yes! Son um, <laughs> Wow. So. Um, that is a two, so everyone. That is a two. Yeah, she, in a row, got a seven out of 20 and a two out of 20 on her stealth checks. So. That's when you look you down are, and realize you're not wearing your shoes anymore. <laughs> I so I was going to say that you hit it right on the head. Um, oh, you, nice! You, yeah, you are barefoot, um, and so this definitely aids in your silence as you get to your feet and start to scuttle towards uh, towards Amos. This whole time, archway. I'm just watching these two men waiting for them yeah. to react to her. Um. Can you actually give me, since you're staying where you are, can you give me a luck roll, Amos, to see if this guy notices you as he's talking to the other guy? Yes! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 13 out of 63. It's easy! Yeah, she makes it to you and gets inside the archway. Um, I don't know if you guys are like having a moment or you're just immediately oh, taking off down immediately. the top. Immediately. Char immediately tries to hug him with her bound heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As she's getting closer, I'll just kind of like like arm her like behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Just like side arm her this and like pull her behind this, me. This glorious 17 year old child has saved me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then just like as I said before backwards into the darkness. Yeah. Um, you take several steps back and then, you know, you hear their, their conversation still going. And he's like, all right, well, let's get on with what the hell? What? Where'd you go? And then uh, you hear footsteps headed in your direction. Run, 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 run. run. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Um, and with that, I'm going to cut over to Thatch. So you step into the house with Crosby um, and the two of you, you lead him into the dining room um, and Hall is sitting there. He's like, oh, you, you didn't abandon me after all. I thought for sure, maybe the whiskey was just too bad. And he take, he has a big laugh uh, and he says, you've brought company, I see. And he stands up to shake Crosby's hand. And uh, yeah, Crosby reaches out. He's like, nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, um, Colonel Hall. Yeah. War hero. You're, you're a hero. You're a hero. And he just like you know he's shaking his hand like really heavily and uh, allow me to, it's to an make honor, your sorry. introductions here. Uh, this is my partner Crosby. Um, he uh, helped form the detective agency with me, and obviously I told him about you, as you can tell by his enthusiasm, sir, uh, Colonel Hall. Uh, this is Private Crosby from the the three three five. He served along with me in Russia. Ah, another another serviceman. Excellent. Very glad to meet you, sir. And he he shakes his hand firmly and says, "Well, can I get you a drink, uh, there, son?" Crosby's very enthusiastic about it, and uh, 
<laughs> of course. And he, uh, yeah, he puts out a couple, uh, another glass and fills yours and Crosby's and says, the missus will be along shortly. She was just finishing dinner. Didn't want to, uh, it's best if I stay out of the kitchen as it were. Um, so um, let's, let's have a, let's have a seat and she'll be bringing it out post haste. So, um, and you all sit down. Um, so you, uh, you're both, uh, served in the war and now you're both detectives. What made you want to be detectives? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sidelong look at Crosby to see what his kind of reaction to that question is. Uh, Crosby, he does the same. He turns and looks <laughs> at you and it's like, God, uh, well, you know, I just wanted to keep carrying a gun <laughs> and he <laughs> just has a big laugh and still like uh, laughing a little too long, hoping that you'll fill in the gap. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, pat him on the show. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, sir, um, we uh, kind of ran into something uh, out there in the, the, the snows of Siberia and kind of have, once we uh, got out, decided to keep our eyes open um, for anything else like that. Intentionally vague. I know it doesn't make any a whole lot of sense, but uh, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Josh, I can't remember. Yeah, he's... Did I show him my scars last time? Oh yeah, you yeah you showed him that okay. to kind of like legitimize your encounter in the tunnel That's when right. you were trying to sway him to not be yeah. down there without weapons. That's so right. yeah, he's he's fully aware of your story. He said he wasn't sure he fully believed what kind of thing you ran into, but obviously right. you ran into okay. something. And yeah, so, so um, um, yeah. yeah, he goes, oh yes, you're your fish fish man. Um, yes, I see. Uh, Russia wasn't quite a fish man. Russia was, um... Oh. I'm gonna, like, side side glance at Crosby. Like, a, a bear is, is kind of... Well, it was as big as a bear, yeah, as. at least. Um, maybe more of a wolf. I don't know. Standing on two legs, that's for sure. It was a thing. Um, no scars to show that one, sir, but... Plenty of dead friends, though. We we uh, we took the losses and uh, couldn't quite explain it out. I think higher command wrote it off as an artillery attack. Uh, best way to explain mangled bodies. The few that we could. Ah, uh, yes, we all know back. about how uh, this uh, fine government we serve likes to cover everything up. Uh, no stranger to that. But uh, you, know you came it, back sir. with your lives and uh, and a new purpose. This is good. It's all one can hope for, going to war. And he kind of well, lifts so, his glasses like a cheers and downs it. So, well, so that's that's kind of what we find ourselves in here. A war against the supernatural. These demons that don't belong here. As you say, the war against the supernatural. He's like downing his glass, and he kind of stops after finishing it. And then the glass drops from his hand. 
and breaks on the floor. And his eyes are just wide. And then you hear this audible crunch and almost a slight wet sound. And then his chest rips open. And out through it comes a long black tendril. And he just starts coughing up blood and blood is spraying all over the two of you and all over the counter, all over the dining room table. And at that moment, standing in the doorway behind him, Mrs. Hall drops a large tray of food and just shrieks. Can I get you to make me a sanity roll? I, 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 Eric needs to make a sanity roll. Um, but yeah, Bash can do it too. <laughs> Holy shit, Josh. That's a 45 on a 21. Can you lose one D4 for me, please? With that failure. <laughs> oh, there we go. I lose four. <laughs> what does that put you at? 17? I'm at, yeah, I'm at Boy, this is about like your other campaign. <laughs> Daily sand loss is now five. Yikes. Um, what's your max? Max sanity? Well, your starting was 30, so you're yeah. at... Okay, so you're at a six. You're not quite there yet. Um, but uh, four is obviously... Max that you could lose, but not enough for a bout of madness here. Um, but you do involuntarily like back up and f- like in your chair and it falls over and the chair shatters underneath you as you fly back and you pull Crosby with you. And he's like, holy hell! And um, you hear more crunching as you start to scramble. Um, you, uh, are you kind of trying to get to your feet? Are you, is your plan to, like, aid him, or are you more concerned with just getting out, or are you gonna continue to watch what's happening to I don't know what end, but uh... Gonna just grab Crosby by the shirt and more or less crab walk backwards down that, uh... <laughs> that hallway, <laughs> that archway, that entranceway and into the living room. Um kind of like scrambling and stuff, seeing this tentacle kind of burst out of this dude's chest. Have no weapons. Uh, have nothing to do with it. Just a couple of drinks of alcohol that I haven't had in probably a couple weeks at best, if not months, right? So, a little woozy, perhaps, and um, just straight grabbing and crab walk dragging backwards, because this is not something I've ever seen. As you, yeah, you're scrambling back, and obviously I assume your gaze is still fixed on the yes. scene in front of you. Um, the uh, You notice that he's getting lifted out of the chair, and where he's sitting is a shadow, like, on the chair, exactly where he was positioned. And as he's being lifted up, the shadow is the tendril, like, coming from the shape of a person. And it's through him. And then another one shoots out from the back of the shadow and into his mouth and rips the top of his head clean off at the jawline. And then just tosses his body to the side like a rag doll. 
and the shadow stands up and starts walking towards you. Uh, get up and sprint uh, to a window and jump through it. Broken shoulder. Yeah, Crosby is screaming his head off. Uh, <laughs> expletives and just he gets to his feet faster than you do, and he literally dives through the window. Yeah, the follow, window. Follow streaming expletives as well. <laughs> yeah, you are. Right, yeah, you follow suit. Can you give me a dex roll to make it out the window safely? Oh, wrong character for that. No. Not safely. That's a 55. I'm sorry, a 70 out of 55. Okay, yeah, you, um, so you go to go out the window after him, and, uh, you make it through, but only after you kind of slam one of your legs into it, um, and cut yourself on the thigh on the side of the broken glass on the sill, and you kind of tumble head over heels, like, out into the yard, um, and then stand up and start to hobble. Um, are you looking behind you at all? Or are you just beelining it for literally anywhere else? No, and yeah, if I'm so, gonna, what, what I'll, direction? I'll take, I'll take a look behind me. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> over the shoulder. Jumped out, fall yeah, back, okay, yeah, ow, you, fuck my leg. Turn around, look, is it close? <laughs> you turn around, like, you. yeah, you've, you kind of tumble you write yourself and you turn around and you're like holding your leg and you look and the shadow figure walks to the, the broken window and there's a, a, a fire lit lamp outside the front door, not an electric one. And in the flickering flame, obviously it's creating like some dancing shadow work. The figure stands at the window and then absorbs into the flickering light. What? Okay. I turn and run. <laughs> I I flee. As you run away, can you give me a listen roll? Uh, I would say I'm somewhat good at listen, but I don't trust this character. I rolled, yeah, no, I rolled a 96 on a 60. Like, a 60 should pass, and I rolled a 96. But, I mean, sure, situation calls. I don't hear you, any uh, fucking thing. The blood's in your ears, man. My, my shoulder's busted. My leg's screwed. Tentacles. Yeah. Um, can you, actually, can you take um, just a... Uh, Two damage from the uh, the cut to your leg as it was pretty deep on the front of your thigh. What do you have, like Josh, one health? You're almost dead. You're, yeah, I'm at one. I was about to say, Josh, you're putting me hard onto it, man. I have one hit point. As uh, so Crosby's ahead of you, racing down the street, and um, you're obviously like a, hobbling a bit, like trying to keep thigh. up with him. Yeah, it, um, you're hobbling, trying to keep up with him. And you're starting to get a little lightheaded. Can you give me a constitution roll? Yeah, for sure, bud. Uh, no, constitution's not that great either. I rolled an 81 on 50. You hobble a few more feet, Crosby yelling, Come on, Thatch! And then it's 
His voice is further in the distance, but not actually, but like fading, and the yeah. world goes dark, and you collapse onto the street. Oh, hell, wait. Uh. Donk. And we're going to cut over to Sterling. I want to be clear. The order of operations is that I'm using the restroom, and then I'm just going, like, in my washing up, I will make the connection about the mirror. I don't know which one you're using. It doesn't matter. You step up to the, the sink and um, start to wash your hands and you look in the mirror. You see your reflection. Sweet. Nothing weird. I move my head around, double check the weird angles. Doesn't appear to be anything out of place. Good. So it's not me and it's definitely the material. That's basically <laughs> the best news I've heard all day. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I head back out into the public space of the cafe. You, uh, you step out. The couple has left, um, and it's pretty quiet. Um, Evelyn's just wiping down the counter. Um, she says, uh, are you ready for the check, dear? Um, or can I get you something else? Um, maybe a slice of pie? We just baked a fresh apple. Uh, what time is it? Um, you're checking your watch. Well, I like before I went in, like I just generally I don't I'm not looking for the exact time. I'm like, I'm trying to be somewhere at seven. I just want to make sure I'm not right. It's um, it. it's a little after six thirty. Um, do you know, Evelyn, um, I'd love a slice of pie. That, that sounds sounds very nice. Of course, dear. I'll uh, I'll fetch one right up. You just have a seat. And she walks uh, from behind the counter to the back room, um, goes through the back door um, by the kitchen. And at that moment, Crosby comes busting in through <laughs> the front door, dragging Thatch, leaving a trail of blood Uh behind and just drops him like in like center of the floor like pushes over a table he's like I need some help over here my friend's dying what what have you got gone up to uh, you were just you here. won't even believe what happened um Evelyn, Evelyn. Like, and I'm a shout for Evelyn he, he hunkers down over the top of Thatch's body and starts slapping Thatch in the face like, Thatch, 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 come on, come on, buddy. Um, can you give me another constitution roll, Thatch? Yeah, for sure. While he's doing that, um, Evelyn's like, oh my god! And she drops the your pie oh, uh, on the Thatch. floor and the glass shatters. I rolled a three out of fifty. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, you, uh, yeah, you kind of snap awake and come to uh, Thatch. You're laying on the floor, um, your leg is just throbbing. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like close the distance to Evelyn uh, before she gets like closer to the, the scene. Like, um, yeah. Evelyn, do you have any first aid equipment in here? My friend appears to be badly injured. Um, oh, oh my God, uh, I, I think maybe I have something in the back. I'll, 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 I'll go get it. And please, she, please, thank you. Yeah, disappears. Uh back into the back room uh, Crosby's hanging over you just um, 
he grabs your face. He's like, Thatch, buddy, you son of... I, I could kiss you right now. Uh, I'm so glad you're okay. I mean, you're not okay, but... Did, did you see that? Did you see? Did you see that? And then he's like, he's just like looking around the room. He's like, Sterling, did you see? And of course, you didn't see it. We just got attacked by some kind of shadow monster. I'm like gonna say through gritted teeth. I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I really don't know what to do to help you in this moment <laughs> medically. Uh, I was just checking that in the background there. Um, so I don't even know to like tie off your leg or anything like that. I'm pretty useless. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having like both hands clamped like around my leg. Like you can't see it, but like I'm doing it to my own leg. But you know, one hand like on the inside, the yeah. other on the outside, kind of just like trying to hold pressure yeah. on where this, this laceration right. is. And Crosby, didn't they teach you any sort of medical thing in the army? Can't you do something? Didn't they, uh, Crosby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, of course they did. I just didn't want to start doing it in the middle of the road. We were running away. Well, this is just... the only place I knew to get to. As much as I'd love to argue with you right now, do it now, here, in the store. <laughs> now! He, uh, he rips one of the uh, tablecloths off the table and uh, rips a long shred of it and starts to tie it around your leg. Um, it stings unbearably as he kind of pushes some of the glass into your leg deeper. Oh, what a piece of Because he doesn't shit. realize the piece is in there. Um, <laughs> are you stopping him from... <laughs> I don't... Uh, no, I, 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 I can't. Like, I'm, I'm weak in the arms and everything, I, I, I'd imagine. So... Yeah. I can't stop him from doing that. <laughs> from feeble slaps. Um, like, God! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, um, um, he notices that you're trying to stop him. He's like, what? What do you want? And he looks down and he notices the piece of glass. He's like, oh, buddy, this is going to hurt. I'm so sorry. And he just rips the glass out. <laughs> and then uh, ties it off really, really tight. Um, and then rips another shred and kind of ties that around too to as like a double bandage over it. Um, it he's like, so "Stay much. with me, man. Stay with me." It hurts. Sterling, what are you? What are you doing? What did they teach you over there in Britain? Are you you gonna get help? Or are you just gonna watch? What do you? What, what would you like me to do? You've brought a bleeding man into a cafe. It hurts um, so much. Evelyn comes back out in a hurry. Uh, it hurts with. Uh, with a small first aid kit, just like a little roll of gauze um, and like some Neosporin. And she's like, I don't, is this enough? I, we don't have much here. Uh, I can get some like wash, clean washcloths. That's oh my probably God. a great idea. And she's like staring at the pool of blood underneath thatch, like on the floor. Uh, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the kit the out of her hand. <laughs> I'm going to take the kit out of her hand and hand it to uh, Crosby. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just gonna shove it into his like chest so that he just grabs it. Um, yeah. All right, Evelyn. Um, do you have a, a hospital in town? Uh, what's the fastest way to get there? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um Leander Leander Hospital. Uh, it's it's over on um. Oh God, what street is it on? I'm it's over on Broadway. All right. Do you hear that, Crosby? Can you carry him? Are you well? Are you hurt as well? Uh, no, uh, I, oh, 
I don't know. He kind of checks himself and like pats himself <laughs> down, and he's like, "I think I'm okay. I don't know. Don't, don't touch the shadows. Whatever you do." <laughs> All right, Crosby. Um, you know, I'm hearing what you're saying. Uh, please shut up. Pick Thatch up off of this table right now, and you carry him to the hospital. You, oh, right. And he just like hoists you up, Thatch, and um. I'm gonna make him make a roll here. Oh. He uh he actually like the adrenaline still kicked way in, and he like in one like fluid motion lifts you off the table and over his shoulder, and like he's got you. Um, he's a he's a bigger man than you are, um, and yeah. you're already pretty sizable. So, um. Yeah, he's got you on his shoulder, and he's like, "You coming or not?" And he just like starts to storm out of the. I really the, have uh, no idea where he's going. Um, Evelyn, I'm I'm so terribly sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna reach into my wallet and pull just a lot of money out. I'm not gonna count it. I'm just going to hand it to her. Uh, I'll, I'll be back. I promise. I, I I'm so I have to make sure my friend is all right. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. And uh, the camera pans, just pulls back on Evelyn's shocked face, wad of cash in hand, jaw agape, blood all over the floor, out the door. The two of you are walking, you know, walk running down the street with Thatch on in, on Crosby's shoulder. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. My name is Josh Richter, and if you would like to make contact, you can find me on Twitter at The Eldritch Hour, or you can email the show at theeldritchhour at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash theeldritchhour. So, what did you think? I don't know about you, but I enjoyed this tale from the other side. I'd like to say a big thank you to all the podcasts involved in this mini-project. It's always good to show the love and spread the joy that tabletop role-playing can bring. Please give these magnificent people a follow and let them know we sent you. If you'd be interested in joining in in future collaborations, please drop us a message on Twitter at SpectreFog or on Facebook at SpectrePod. You can also join our Discord, a link for which is on our social media. Intro and outro track for Spectre Showcase is Victorian London from TabletopAudio.com. As always, my friends, stay safe and keep investigating.